0: Hello everyone, you're listening to the MSc Performance Podcast. My name is Kitty and today I'm joined by a really, really special guest. Her name is Hari Ali Barood and she's been the uh, physiotherapist for the Indian weightlifting team since 2020. Hello,
1: Hari. Hello, Kitty.
0: How are you doing?
1: Good. Good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you. Um, So I'm super excited to have you on here. Um, I think that our members would be really interested to hear your experiences um, with the weightlifting team and your experiences um, from this past month training in MSC. Um, So for listeners who doesn't know, uh, the Indian weightlifting team has been at MSC for the past month. They've been um, preparing for the Commonwealth Games here. So... um, I thought I'd invite Hari to have a conversation. Um, So to start off, I just wanted to kind of uh, ask you to kind of introduce yourself and talk about your educational background a little bit. Where are you from? What have you been doing? Um, Yeah, Yeah,
1: sure. Uh, Yeah, firstly, I'm quite excited to have this podcast and uh, share my experience. So um, yeah, I started my weightlifting career in 2013 and uh, that's where I joined my graduation uh, school and um, I have done it from India itself, from the south part of India, which is Karnataka. Uh, it is a four and a half years course. So I finished it by 2018 and mm-hmm. then I joined, uh, Reliance Foundation Hospital, mm-hmm. which had a sports medicine department mm-hmm. and they, uh, they were quite uh, good in Mumbai mm-hmm. to, uh, work along and have an experience. So they have been working with, uh, IPL, uh, cr- cricket teams, mm-hmm. uh, who play for IPL and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, many elite players used to come there even uh, the uh, club level athletes but then it had a mixture of good uh, people coming mm-hmm. in to start with uh, also the the sports science setup and the mm-hmm. the uh, the practical things whatever mm-hmm. were practiced were uh, quite good mm-hmm. so I think I started really well and that experience at uh, you know immediately after uh, graduation mm-hmm. helped me to gain uh, gain knowledge in mm-hmm. right way to start and then uh, I still work with uh, Reliance Foundation and oh, they nice. have... I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. so I... Uh, the same foundation posted me with Indian weightlifting team uh, oh, as they okay. collaborated uh, with the federation. So, okay, so then that's in- how you
0: kind of get into like the yeah. Indian weightlifting and team.
1: And then now. we, so uh, I started as an intern there. So we mm-hmm. had an option if you want to work in the hospital or if you want to work with the teams. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to travel with the teams uh, and like have uh, on-ground experiences. So luckily I got it in 2020. My March- so <laughs> That's so good. I I think I I quite like the fact yeah. that
0: um we've talked about this like off air before. Yes. Um but the fact that you kind of Went straight into like the sports side of things, and you worked with athletes straight away, and you haven't really had that um, experience with general population. But that's yeah, always what you wanted to do. Anyway, so yeah. that's really good. I think
1: um, like I could isolate towards what I wanted since the start. Yes. Um, now another thing is that when when the general population mm-hmm. asks me for help, I I put up the sports knowledge. Yeah. So, but then uh yeah I think for the active life uh like everyone is into I think even the uh, general population is into having some uh basic sport in yeah. their life yeah as simple as like mm-hmm. running or mm-hmm. something like that so yeah. so yeah this experience is again going in a right way yeah yeah it gives <laughs> you a different insight I guess when you're
0: working with a league athlete um but yeah, so you have relocated in March 2020 and you yes, started with being doing weightlifting teams. So I kind of just wanted to ask, I'm curious, what was like your first impression with the team? How did you like settle in? How was that experience of coming into a new club or a new, new team and just working, starting working with them? How was that for you?
1: Yeah, it was um, like... I was nervous, I was happy at the same time. And then suddenly out of nowhere, uh, we got COVID times coming in. So exactly Mm -hmm. in March 2020, uh, Mm -hmm. at the end of the month, like in 15 days, I hear that like everything is going to shut. So we were supposed to stay in the hostel, not even in the Mm -hmm. campus. Uh Uh, So the gates of our hostels Mm -hmm. were locked. And then I had to train all the athletes inside. Mm Um, so for, for three straight months, uh, like, when I came in, I thought I'll have competitions for the athletes, I have to learn the game faster and mm-hmm. how the process goes on. But then on the other end, I on ground had to manage the psychological part of athletes, I had to manage uh, the off season part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the good part was that I got to, um, you know, I got time to understand the sport mm, better. Yeah. Uh, I got time to uh, work with athletes uh, on their biomechanical issues more, Mm -hmm. which wouldn't have been if I had uh, competitions in line. Uh, But yeah, uh, it it worked out well at the end, I feel. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: think it's really good that you had you kind of had that time to like settle in and have what yeah. you said like the off season for them basically okay. and I think it's also interesting with the sport of weightlifting it's not so straightforward as in like team sports in like football or rugby or whatever where you've got like those in-season pre-season whatever okay. with weightlifting you've got so many compositions lined up, like up after yes. each other yeah. and you having that time, like that off time has probably give you the, the chance to get to know your athletes a little bit more. Yeah. Um, have you done any like testing with them or yes. I'm, I'm assuming that's how you kind of started? Yeah, I them?
1: started with uh, musculoskeletal screening for them mm-hmm. uh, when I joined. Uh, that uh, is very important. I feel when, when a new physiotherapist is joining because you need to understand uh, how, um, uh, overall an athlete is uh, the body pattern is working how every joint is functioning and uh, you of course now I will have findings in my screening which are Mm -hmm. objective but then it should also match um, maybe that uh, that fault is helping the athlete in the training so Mm -hmm. then the part come the the picture is also discussed with coach and then we Mm -hmm. I cannot like make the screening uh, mm-hmm. uh, to work in objective way yeah. only, it yeah. has to be, and uh, it has to be from coach's side that this yeah. thing is helping him, but the other thing is not. And mm-hmm. also, uh, yeah. athlete needs to bring up some issue related to my finding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, if, for example, if uh, someone had a shoulder pain, mm-hmm. so there should be a history of tightness or some pain or uh, even the technical fault that he's unable to uh, push at mm-hmm. the same time bilaterally. Mm-hmm. Um, so that should match my objective finding and then mm-hmm. we start working. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's an interesting your point that you're bringing up there. Um,
0: that actually leads on to my next question. For you. Um, so... <clears throat> I'm just wondering what kind of your role entails within the team because you're working as a team with weightlifting coaches and physiotherapists as well. So how big is your team? What does your your specific role entail in that? So if you want to just talk us through that.
1: Uh, Yeah, so uh, the team includes coaches physiotherapists and the athletes for now um we um so um as weightlifting is a symmetrical sport it that that's again a different thing from other sports I think we Mm -hmm. uh, we work more on the dominant side to have uh, a good uh, output Mm -hmm. but in weightlifting when I started again um you know the differences on the left and right were like Mm-hmm. just 98 to 100 mm-hmm. percent but that 2 percent is so much important for an athlete to bring out maximum output would, um, yeah. so that's where the the fine things started working mm-hmm. in so uh, so we have worked on biomechanical issues a lot mm-hmm. but uh now after so I have been working since 2020 and mm-hmm. now we realize that that uh, we have uh, filled up that gap, and mm-hmm. even athletes have realized how and what pattern they need to work mm-hmm. on. But uh, uh, the another thing that we're still lacking is uh, the strength and conditioning mm-hmm. part, um, and. Uh, uh, so, after getting the rehabilitation done, you know when when the athlete wants to step back to sport, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. Uh, that return of sport um, needs uh, needs an SMC coach yes. also. So we've started thinking on that part uh, in our team, yeah. and uh, we are trying to fill up that gap. Uh, but uh, now the, the gap <laughs> is. Um, so coach will be knowing this SNC part yes. and uh, at the same time, a physiotherapist will know uh, what exactly mm-hmm. what e- exact exercises do I need to put in according to the mm-hmm. complaints. but um, you know, to to maximize the the output yeah. uh, after the rehabilitation yeah. is where we need to fill up the gap. Yeah. So we, so the addition in our team will be an SNC coach yeah. if we do. Yeah,
0: I think was, uh, when we first had a chat about this, I found it really interesting because as a so for example, in other other sports, let's say football, for example, you have that technical tactical coach and then you've got the strength and conditioning coach. Like it's very distinctive what the two are doing. Um, obviously, there's a the technique side of things and then there's the strength and conditioning. So it's very like the line between them is like quite clear, I think. Yeah, it is. When it comes to weightlifting, I think the line gets quite blurred because you you need the technical coach, but they are dipping into... The strength and conditioning side of things and yeah. you are coming from physiotherapy background yes. and you are doing injury prevention, screening, mm. things like that, recovery, yes. but you are dipping into mm. um into coaching as well. And I think because you don't have that SNC um, addition to your team, you probably uh, dipping into yeah. coaching a little bit more than a normal physiotherapist which yeah. I found it quite interesting Absolutely. but I think from an SNC point of view what's probably useful for you guys or what could be useful is um, almost like a sports scientist who's looking into testing yes. uh, looking into maybe force rate of force development on force plates, exactly. things like that so collecting yeah. data um, and then the conditioning side of things, like yeah. speed work, things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah,
0: so I, I found that really. These interesting. are the exact
1: areas where where we are lacking, and we have taken support of the SNC coaches that we have. Uh, so. Uh, we have in our foundation mm-hmm. uh, but then we don't have anyone all time mm-hmm. uh, on ground so if uh-huh. we have that then you know there are more inputs coming in. yeah there, there's more work so we're yeah. just trying to figure out where when exactly I, yeah because the same. roles are not specified in the sport we're yeah. just trying to understand where can that role yeah you us. yeah you
0: kind of need to find that gap and and figure out where it can give, give value to you but yeah it's a really interesting one um so I just so basically
1: to... we need pity
0: yeah <laughs> don't say that on air. I, oh, I don't want Mark to listen to this <laughs> um but yeah moving on um so I was just really keen about, we talked about your role and things like that. Um, but I just wanted to know when you joined the team, what what did you find were your biggest challenges with them, with working with them? And um, how did it change you as a practitioner? Do you, are there any things that you've learned from them? Uh, is there anything you are doing differently now because you've been working with them? So if you just want to talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, there are a lot of things, but I would like to mention two important thing, uh, things, uh, one is that when I, uh, when I got an opportunity with weightlifting team, weights were something that like I was completely away from. Yeah. And I, uh, so I used to being a physiotherapist and, uh, being someone who has like practiced uh, free weight uh, exercises Mm -hmm. and uh, more into uh, having the mobility good Mm -hmm. and uh, some uh, good uh, yoga work Mm -hmm. done. So uh, So I used to work more on uh, having the basic movement correct. Mm -hmm. But then after joining weightlifting team, I realized that the muscle mass, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the actual practical yeah. uh thing about uh having a having muscle mass and why is it important to build up it's not yeah. only uh for mm-hmm. the um just to have muscles like it yeah. uh, not only uh for show but then uh also to uh, strength yeah Those the strength. actual strength mm-hmm. to Let those mass, let those joints work um, Mm -hmm. properly, and uh, even in uh, daily life. Not only if you are doing some heavy work, it's Mm -hmm. it's equally important for someone who has desk job also. Oh yeah, um, so it's not more important. (laughs) not even moving like the desk job, which is like very common in today's life. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, that's where I started realizing and I also started practicing then when I had to apply it for my mm-hmm. weightlifting athletes um, I started uh, I'm not still into snatches mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know clean and jerk but uh, I do practice the strength mm-hmm. strengthening part of mm-hmm. it like deadlift and squats yeah uh, even if it's mm-hmm. with lightweight just to understand the movement pattern so that I I use them and I, um, I, I try to, you um, uh, try to use my knowledge mm-hmm. and the, the experience with the athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that has helped me. And the other thing I feel is the discipline of yeah, every I'm athlete. I'm so glad you bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about that. that that's, I mean, the day I entered for internship, I had uh, one of the weightlifting athlete Oni who's uh, currently in our team and she's like one of the elite athletes of Indian weightlifting team, mm-hmm. Meera Chanu. Yes. So she was like my first athlete whom I saw. So what every a
0: first athlete
1: to have. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think I was always somewhere connected to weightlifting. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, she was very disciplined. She used to be right there at 8 a.m. for her training, very disciplined in her mobility and uh, to warm up uh, for the session. Even in the session, the the discipline that she had and the the, uh, determination that she had to get her rehabilitation done and to get back to sport is something... I mean, you know, uh, the way we handle uh, downs in our normal life, um, you actually need to learn from athletes, I feel. Yeah, because yeah, they are someone who are highlighted in their downs more than their highs. Of course, yeah. highs are highlighted in uh, a different way. Um, that's like the good part of it. But yeah. then uh, there's there's more stress, I feel, in their downs. And, oh, yeah, um, of course. That's so kind of and that's they good. are someone... Who, who are the best people? I feel. To, yeah, to that mental so, toughness and
0: just pushing past the point where. Yeah, you know, I I don't know. Like for me, it's so obviously I've been watching the athletes train over here as well for this past month, and I just feel like i admire them so much it's like you can see in their eyes and on their faces as well whenever someone steps up to that platform it's like there's nothing else outside of that it's like it's just you the bar and that lift
1: and And they want to give everything yeah yeah and it's
0: just for me like i said to the guys the other day um when we were watching you guys on saturday last week um she were doing some heavy training and yes. um, we were watching that and I said to them that I could literally just sit here for three hours and <laughs> so, <laughs> so entertained, yeah. entertained by you it and feel so yeah.
1: motivated with the energy yeah. um so yeah it's not it's not easy to have the same energy but then they are someone who who need that inner motivation mm. also not only someone just cheering up but yeah uh you know, they need that inner motivation every morning, every yeah. training that they do, even if it's uh, it's lightweight. They need yeah. to work on the techniques. There yeah. are so many things that they have in in their uh, schedule, yeah. and yeah. they still manage to do it. You know, on the other end, we when uh, when someone uh, who's on the uh, normal routine pattern, uh, we. We wouldn't be so determined and Mm -hmm. so dedicated and we would just skip that day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think they have that realization by now being international athletes that they need to like that one training if missed Mm -hmm. would affect. So do you feel like all these things I... Earlier I had this, like, you know, when, when I'm not feeling recovered, I'm not, not feeling great. I just would plan to like skip the day yeah. or have, yeah. have light work, but then sometimes you need to push yourself. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. started coming in from the athletes. Yeah. And I think it's
0: like having that balance as well, knowing when to be like, okay, you need to take a step back and really focus on recovery. But yes. then when, when, there, when is there the point where you're like, okay, yeah, you've got to push through this a little bit and especially with these athletes i think that's more so the case where you have to push through these things Um, but yeah that that was super interesting Um, so yeah just talking about like the preparation for the commonwealth games obviously you've been here in birmingham for a month now you've been training with us for a month how was that for you how was how was it for the athletes um what what are your experiences
1: Yeah, this is an exciting question, I'll tell you the actual experience. So uh, yeah, like firstly, uh, having Birmingham uh, being the host city was exciting for Mm -hmm. all of us. And Uh, Yeah, so the group started working one year back uh, and the the qualifying events also started for them. And uh, once the qualification was done, uh, there were 15 athletes selected Mm -hmm. in the team. And then uh, when we came in here, Day one, um, we, we saw the banner <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so motivating. And even I think before that, I, I, I'm not sure if athletes had checked, but I had checked the page for two things. One is like, how is the gym and second thing is because I was a physiotherapist I wanted to know if the equipments are available uh-huh. and if not I had to carry yeah. along so I checked in and then I saw oh they are like you know the posts and all uh welcoming Indian uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. team, yeah so it was quite exciting when we came in there were there were other athletes training so mm-hmm. we have a setup where only weightlifting yeah. uh team practices mm-hmm. so That's it's uh, yeah so when we came in here uh, there were interval trainings happening mm-hmm. and very intense trainings yeah. <laughs> so it was uh, like the energy here was very positive one is the banner <laughs> Other...
0: i'm so glad to hear about that you know if, if listeners don't know um when uh when the team came we have put up on the wall a big banner that says welcome uh, to birmingham um for the indian weightlifting team so that's what we're referring to right now but yeah.
1: yeah so uh and the energy of all the athletes so uh yeah one thing i learned was that um uh, so I've been working, uh, as, like I mentioned, that the symmetry is important, mm-hmm. and uh, having that hundred uh, percent quality is very important mm-hmm. for the athletes and every exercises. But at the same time, I uh, also saw that sometimes, like I can have a uh, few exercises to bring up the results. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is what I learned here. Yes, that um, you know, not all uh, the um, all the uh, exercising, uh, people, uh, have great forms, but then right. they can have the motivation to get there, mm-hmm. uh, with, with good energy, right. with good, uh, exercises, um, mm-hmm. and like with the high intensity training pattern. So mm-hmm. yeah, this, this was something that I have added in my mind. Oh, <laughs> nice. So nice. I like that. So, and yeah, like the command and everything, like the whole energy used to be really positive and um, even athletes used to get excited. So um, as simple as the, uh, you know, having back-to-back exercises. Mm-hmm. So, they used to get motivated to do it. So, I'll tell you, uh, after skill training sessions, they are a little exhausted. So, they yeah. they want to do the exercises uh, with breaks. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, they used to see the the, the general population working uh, back-to-back in yeah. the exercise even if they are drained. Yeah. And also, we had limited time in the gym. Yeah. So, it used to be better <laughs> yeah. for me to motivate them. I, like, yes, so love that <laughs> as well. Okay. So that was that's the good nice. part oh that's amazing that that's so nice to hear that you so this one month kind of, has been perfect for us to work oh. that's so good <laughs> i'm so happy to hear that that you you're
0: taking something away from from the experience you have here that's amazing um now just coming to the end of the conversation just to wrap it up a little bit obviously you've been here for a month now and you are working a lot like we see you twice a day for a couple of hours yeah. but you have some time off outside mm-hmm. of training and I know that you have explored Birmingham a little bit so yeah. do you just want to talk about how you like Birmingham how you found it um any particular place, places that you went that you enjoyed or anything just spill it
1: out <laughs> yes uh so yes I feel um um you were the one who started guiding me when the places were <laughs> yes, out. So right. uh, yeah, I tried to cover all of them. First thing I would uh, tell about Birmingham is like, I like the pattern of the buildings, uh-huh. uh, the architecture, yes. having similar patterns at mm-hmm. one road and that looks nice. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the architecture part was the first thing that mm-hmm. we all enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the places that I had been to, Uh, One of my favorite places is uh, the canal side. (laughs) Like it's so peaceful and so nice. (laughs) Yeah, for long
0: walks and stuff, just having a drink
1: next to it. It was amazing.
0: I agree. Did you um, go out for food or anything? Any particular places that you enjoyed or anything
1: yeah the city center area had Mm -hmm. has a different life I feel it's like quite active and nice so I had been to restaurants uh Mm -hmm. too and the food was good um I I feel (laughs) I don't know if I should do (laughs) that we talked about
0: this this offer that um Hari and the team have tried quite a lot of food um but it's very different from like India. Food, I would say, like you're yes. probably used to something really vibrant, really maybe
1: <laughs> spicy and stuff. And oh, yes. with English food, I want to a, share you know. one. Part. So yes, we did enjoy the food here, but uh, you know, Indians miss the the spice. Yes. Uh, so we started searching for chilies after a few <laughs> days and then yes. just add them in our food and then everything was fine. <laughs> that made you it. The English, the English the food you. with spice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. I like
0: yeah. that. um, okay. So now we're going to just wrap this up for now. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing your experience. Um.
1: Thank you so much for talking. Oh, no, it's
0: fine. Um, I think we're all with the team. Just want to say we really appreciate you just coming on here and sharing your energy with with us and with the members as well. It was lovely to have you on here for a month. Um, I said to the guys that it's actually going to be a real... uh, very different now when you're gone because tomorrow is your last day here yeah. I think I got used to like the busyness of the gym and like as yes. you said that like the energy was different as well because all of these athletes are working so hard you okay. can feel the de- determination <laughs> in the air and everything so I'm sure we're yeah. definitely gonna miss you so
1: thank you so it's much for coming. both on. ways I think <laughs> we I have already discussed that oh this is the last like we have only two days left for the like in this gym and traveling here (laughs) yeah oh i love that thank you so
0: much for coming on to the podcast as well and we wish you the very best for the commonwealth games good luck to all of the athletes i'm personally gonna be on there i've bought a couple of tickets so i'll see you there um but yeah thank you so much again thank you it was great (laughs)